In case number 17961, Frank versus Gauss, we are today issuing a per curiam opinion, which I will briefly summarize. Uh, this case started when three named plaintiffs filed class action lawsuits against Google. The class they sought to represent consisted of everyone in the United States who used Google to conduct an Internet search between 2006 and 2014. So that includes most of you. The, the plaintiffs claimed that Google violated the Federal Stored Communications Act by disclosing the terms of their Google searches through something called a refer, referrer header. Now, when you type in a Google search, uh, say, drugstores, that search term becomes part of one of these refer headers. And when you press enter, Google will provide you with a list of hyperlinks, uh, in this case, such as CVS or Walgreens. Now, when you click on one of those hyperlinks, you're, of course, sent to CVS or Walgreens' website. Now, what Google does is they let CVS and Walgreens know how you found them, in this case, by searching for drugstores. The class action suit claimed that providing that information to a third party, like CVS or Walgreens, violated the Stored Communications Act. Now, the plaintiffs in Google eventually negotiated a class-wide settlement. The settlement agreement required Google to add some disclosures on three of its web web pages about its sharing of refer headers. The agreement did not, however, prevent Google from continuing to transmit users' search terms in refer headers to third parties. Google also agreed to pay $8.5 million. None of those dollars would go to class members. Sorry. Uh, Instead, most of the money would go to six so-called Cypre recipients. In the class action context, the term Cypre refers to the practice of distributing settlement money to nonprofit organizations whose work is determined to indirectly benefit class members. Google and the lawyers for the class selected the nonprofit organizations. Now, five class members, including the petitioners in this case, objected to the settlement agreement. They argued that class settlements that award Cypre relief but no direct relief to class members do not comply with the requirements of Federal Rule 23E, which governs class action settlements. The District Court disagreed and approved the settlement. The Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit affirmed we granted review to decide whether a class action settlement that provides a Cypre award but no direct relief to class members satisfies the requirements of Rule 23. Now, in the course of briefing, the Solicitor General uh, filed a brief suggesting that we could not reach that question because none of the named plaintiffs had standing to pursue the claims against Google. That is, none had the sort of actual injury that we have said is necessary before you can bring a federal lawsuit. The district court had held that at least one named plaintiff did have standing to assert a claim under the Stored Communications Act because that act said a person in the plaintiff's position had the right to sue. Now, in issuing its decision, the district court relied on a Ninth Circuit case that we subsequently cut back on in a decision of our own called Spokio versus Robbins. Spokio held that it was not enough to establish standing that a statute conferred a right to sue. A plaintiff still had to show that he had suffered a concrete and particularized injury. 
Now, no court in this case has addressed, after we decided Spokio, whether any named plaintiff has alleged violations of the Stored Communications Act that are concrete and particularized enough to support standing. So, to be careful, we asked for supplemental briefing on the standing issue. And our review of that briefing convinces us that resolution of the standing question should first take place in the District Court or the Ninth Circuit. We generally do not like to be the first court to decide a question, and we're not going to do it here with respect to the standing issue, which cropped up after we granted review on the different Cypre question. Now, nothing in our opinion should be interpreted as expressing a view on the proper resolution of the standing question in this case. Justice Thomas has filed a dissenting opinion.